<laughs> There's no shadow rating going on yet, but uh, maybe that'll change. Uh, hopefully, we're starting to get hopefully. something close to to rating shadows. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. shadows coming up. What we raid in the shadows? <laughs> what, what do we raid? And wow. I would watch that. that. I don't know what uh, it would be about. I understood that reference. That sounds like um, a raid Shadow Legends <laughs> advert. This episode of War Planet, the Shadow Raid, the Shadow Raiders podcast, brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> The Raid, Redemption, and Shadow Hunters. Shadow Hunters. Shadow Run. And if you put in the code LASERCOMB, you get 1,000 <laughs> free, I don't know, fucking crystals or something. <laughs> Greetings, Rockhounds, and welcome back to War Planets. The Shadow Raiders Podcast, Volume 4, Alliance Attacks. I am one of your hosts, NeoCal. And I am one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I'm another host, AP Sniddler. Gentlemen. Mm, yes. War Planets. War Planets. It, it's a show. War Planets. It's a show. Planets at War. Planets at War. There's no it's shadow raiders. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, first episode of uh, season two of Shadow Raiders. Yeah, uh, worlds within yeah. worlds. Worlds within worlds. Um, worlds within worlds. So, where did we like? Very quick recap. The beast planet just came out of the goddamn sun. Yeah. 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 So, worlds within sun. Worlds yeah, within world, stars. Worlds uh, within stars, stars and worlds within worlds. Yeah. Dogs and cats living together. Mass, Mass hysteria. hysteria. Anarchy. <laughs> Mass hysteria. In the UK. <laughs> Anarchy and bedrock. So this episode doesn't waste any time. No. A giant no. like energy blast whips through the entire system. I like how it goes past all of the planets. Yeah. As if they're like very close together, and it yep. slams into a battle moon and blows yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. This episode uh, picks up like immediately uh, after the the end of the last episode. Yep. And uh, they lost a battle moon. No, my transformer. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> so. And so, uh, there's some, like, back and forth, like, on the bridge of, uh, the ship that, like, most of our heroes are on. It's not really all that important. Well, they're all on different ships right now, but they're talking vit through vid windows, and they decide to retreat or something. Yeah, 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 something like that. So, but we cut to, um... Uh, Tekla being on planet ice, which yeah. we, we left off last season. Uh, Tekla was on uh, planet ice looking for something. Doesn't know what it is, but she's looking for it. She's looking for it. Yeah. And she's and, uh, continuing she's... on with this quest, and Lady Zira catches up with her. Well, she sees say, a giant yeah. fucking spider, and she yells, by the Matrix! And I'm like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> by the Inferno. By the Earth. <laughs> by the Pit. By the code. <laughs> <laughs> by the code. 
Five no, mental blow me down. Brown. And she goes to um, shoot this defenseless little, well, defenseless medium-sized spider. It's big. It's, it's like medium-sized compared to Australian spiders. It's big, and I hate it, and I want to yeah. die. And you, and you were saying, oh, so you're with Tekla on that. But, uh, I, I'm with maybe, Tekla on this. Princess Zira is like, hey, hey, those are endangered. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and she's like, fine. And then they just walk past the spider. Yeah. And uh, uh, to what I was saying earlier about like Tekla not knowing what she's looking for, Zira even asks her like what she's looking for. And Tekla's like, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. I was in uh, Lamprey's head for a while, or Lamprey was in my head for a while, and yeah. like I'm kind of, I'm kind of just uh, going off instinct here. I'm winging it. So that implies that the enemy knew about the world so, engines. Yeah, yeah, we haven't got there yet. But what? But why? But mm. why? Don't get. <clears throat> it's a trap. Perhaps that's something that shall be revealed later in the series. Perhaps. Yeah, so they walk through some ice caverns and shit, and we go back outside in space. Bad news bears. They got the uh, the ice planet mothership there, and... On planet rock, uh, Femur is, like, hanging out with... uh, Planet uh, Bone? Or, yeah, Planet Bone. Derp. (laughs) Bone, rock, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on planet bone, uh, uh, there's a tone shift here. Yeah, a little bit Isn't there. Yeah, uh, it's fucking weird. <laughs> um, pelvis is uh, pelvis. Yeah, he's kind of, kind of, not so subtly calling uh, femur shit out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, femur and uh, pelvis are like kind of chilling out and. Pelvis is just like shit talking him, and a bunch of guards show up, and uh, yeah. they look like they're about ready to like fuck shit up. And uh, Femur is like, "What? What did I say?" Basically, and yeah. Pelvis is like, "Well, uh, basically, like the the people, the the warriors of Planet Bone are very honorable fighters, and don't really like the fact that you ordered everyone to retreat." From the big battle, yeah, and uh, we ain't happy with you, no. basically. So, um, and and they're very frank. He's like, you you know how how the leadership works on this planet as much as I do, and he's like, yeah, yeah, um, whoever, yeah. There's like some. There's like, a saying little, that'll pop up. Yeah, there's a rhyme that gets uh, repeated. It's like whatever. Over. Whoever takes the throne rules the bone, or <laughs> I, I think it's not too far off. Yeah, no, you're you're on the right track. I don't remember the exact line, but yeah. you're you're definitely on the right track. But basically, um, he's whoever's next in line. I guess the vizier, whoever you cho- choose, it's like legal to try to murder your emperor here. Yeah, and whoever murders that, it reminds me of uh, the water, the desert. Episode of Futurama, whoever drinks the king becomes the new king, and Fry like drinks the old <laughs> king, and he's like the new king, and like there are assassins waiting with straws trying to like drink Fry up, but he's not made oh. of water. Wow. All right. <laughs> I mean, 
because he he doesn't kill um, pelvis even though pelvis is like shameless about his attempts to assassinate femur it's very comical too. yeah yeah <laughs> i actually enjoy them a lot more in these episodes than the past season yeah same yeah you too yeah before yeah, it totally. was like oh these guys again mm. fuck i hate them can they die and <laughs> in this season i i feel like the writers listened to what everybody had to say about season one yeah well because all the gripes i had with season one seem to have been rectified in these episodes. Yeah, I'll get into like femur and pelvis. I'll get into it more uh later uh later yeah. on in the podcast, but um I was not prepared for the uh the shocking leap in quality of these episodes <laughs> versus yeah. the yeah. previous season. Like holy shit. Yeah. In in the the writing, yeah, they, boy oh boy, did they, they get their shit together. Yeah, it's they, it's good. It it is good. Yes. Uh. So what's going on? Um. Yeah. So a bunch of traps go off on the throne, and it misses femur, and then we jump back to Tekla. Yeah, Tekla and uh, Zira are continuing to wander through the, the caves of uh, Planet Hoth. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like an ice bridge. There's always an ice bridge. There's, it's a mainframe. Um... I was going to say, this is a mainframe show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's always an ice bridge that's going to break. And of course, um, uh, Zira makes it across. And um, then there's this oddly dramatic scene of Tekla, like, running and jumping and i'm like who does I mean, this serve i mean why not it's a throwaway scene yeah but yeah. uh out in space uh the fucking beast planet is uh a quickly approaching planet fire yeah yep and it does something that like have we seen it do this before it actually like parts Lights of the up. sides of it like open up like we've seen like the front of it and like the hand grabby thing come out before but like the sides of it like kind of open up in like a like fanning effect and like it starts like launching like beast drones from them from yeah it's kind of cool seen that before yeah it's really yeah. pretty cool which i kind of wonder like if you're the beast planet and you can just like open Open wide and like gobble a planet whole. Why do you need to send uh, attack fighters? Especially as we see later. Yeah. Um, any attempt of attacks are completely useless against the beast planet. Yeah. Yeah. So why even send drones out? Yeah. I don't really don't really get it. Good, good catch. I I don't know. Either. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Because it needs the soldier gives the soldier something to fight. This question Wait. and many others will not be answered on this or a future <laughs> episode of the podcast. So there's a, there's a there's another dumb scene here in the ice caverns. Um, Zira yells, "See, like ice fleas," and these gigantic kind of they, they kind of look like the brain bugs from Starship Troopers. Oh yeah. Slowly. Right. Slowly. Like very slowly. Like you can, can walk briskly and escape them. Outrun it. Yeah. 
and something happens that's perplexing. Even though they seem very scared and they start to run, Tekla's gun can one shot shatter them. Yeah, I don't. I didn't she, understand why she, she only didn't shoots. Just... She shoots one, runs away, looks scared, shoots another one, and I'm like, Tekla, just shoot them all. And yeah, they surround it, it, them. It seemed. Isn't that weird? Weak. Yeah. Like, why did she stop shooting them? And then when she looks surprised and sad that she's surrounded, she shoots one again. Yeah. And then the... and then these weird like ice flea things can like breathe ice, ice? mist. Yeah, they can onto them, onto things that will freeze them. And so it freezes Tekla, but then they do it on Lady Zira as well, and she freezes. But I'm like, she's an ice creature herself. Yeah. So why would she do freeze? Much for her. That would be like trying to um, light Pyrus on fire. Exactly. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it even colder than normal cold? I <laughs> is is it twenty below absolute zero? I I don't I don't know. It, I mean, it, it, it must. It, yeah. So well. you, you guys I, were wondering why like, she just oh that's added in me. I got my way out. Kick some ice. Frosty! <laughs> uh, but instead, the ice fleas are like, chill. And uh, they freeze them solid. Yeah. And then, but oh, before, I just noticed now, before Zira um, gets frozen herself, she's like, hold on, I'll... And then she gets frozen, but she cocks a gun, and I'm like, you both had guns? Yeah. <laughs> Why weren't you shooting? Both more? had guns. You could both take all of them out in like seconds. No time at all. And you, you they one shot. You shoot them and yeah. they shatter. Yeah. I, I, very bizarre throwaway scenes with Tekla and Zira yeah. going on here. Adventure. It's basically just like wasting time until they find the thing that they're going to find. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that's be. a good point. Yeah, yeah, they're, they can't find it right away. They need to build suspense. They're on exactly. a quest. A quest. Uh, then there's like an amusing bit with uh, uh, Femur where he's like, there's this big like dinner table and it's got like a bunch of food on it and it's got this like live <laughs> yeah, slide yeah. and he picks it up and like bites the head off of it. And As the like, thing is alive, I'm like, yeah, holy shit, wow, that's kind of grim. But uh, he bites the head off of it, and he is like, oh, I don't oh, like yeah. this. And so he throws I, the body I of hate it. fruit fillings. Oh, fruit. what he yells. Okay. Ew. And then he um, throws it away. He throws it away, and it lands on his throne, and then some spikes come up and impale the thing. This guy's the luckiest emperor that has ever lived. But then, like, these tentacles with knives come around and start, like, Stabbing. Yeah. Knives come out of the throne where the yeah. where you would yeah. sit. Yeah. It's very like obviously the, a booby trap. I like as as the traps go off, Pelvis runs away with his arms above his head, like <laughs> as if he's like scared. And it's like <laughs> Beamer has never retaliated against your attempts to assassinate him. No. Yeah. Right? So why is he running right. now? Uh, yeah. Then he's a bunch really of other bold. a bunch of other traps go off as like uh femur is like trying to flee the uh the throne because like some big like um pendulums and like 
shit right. come down. And there's uh, fireworks and yeah, yeah, there's Ooh. fireworks and which I found kind of funny. It's like so, like presumably, if this had like the 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 point of this is if this had worked and femur had died, like fireworks would start fireworks shooting out in celebration. <laughs> And then the 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 uh, gauntlet that he has to run through of the, yeah, gate, yeah. Uh, the swinging stuff that's just for backup in case he lived. Yeah, which he did, and even which being set ablaze, he still manages to survive. This guy is so lucky; he's got like a really high luck stat. Yeah. Um. So back in the the cave with uh, uh, Tekla and Zira, Zira breaks free. And then uses the gun that she had to like break Tekla free and yeah. So I'm curious. They break free of the their ice, their their ice, right? Or Zira does specifically, maybe yeah. because she's an ice creature. And the set, the yeah, ice please yeah. weren't eating them or doing anything. They, they actually were, they seem just... surprised when she breaks out. It was yeah, weird because them. they they went over and they started talking to each other. Yeah. While they were breaking free, so I was kind of like, like said she uses her gun to unfreeze Tekla, and I'm like, is that how guns work? I mean, I, yeah, these that's, these ones, yeah, that's how I defrost my steaks. I just shoot it. Yeah, and then they run instead of just shooting them. Yeah, that's how they do it in America. Damn it! No, it isn't. <laughs> They shoot everything first. Ask questions later. <laughs> no, I mentioned, I mentioned reference to Sniddler's oh. comment about yeah. shooting his steak. I shoot my steak to defrost it. Is is there is there any better way to defrost it? Well, some people well if there like is for hours or put it in the oh. microwave. If but... there is any other way, it is un-American, so I don't want to hear it, damn it. Defrost it in a microwave? Yeah, you never heard of that? There's a I, defrost, a defrost yeah. setting. Yeah, I do that with chicken mm. breasts a lot. It doesn't cook chicken breasts just... okay, but I don't know about steak. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think steaks are supposed to be frozen anyway. So it's supposed to be eaten fresh. It's supposed to be eaten. I basically, tell you the last time I ate a steak, honestly, it's probably been like a decade. I don't really like steak. Beef. Oh. Beef. I like I like a lot of different meats. Yeah, me too. I like seafood. I like Meat. pigs. I like chickens. I like um I was a vegetarian for many years. Alligator. That's true. You like alligator? Alligator's good. Really? Yeah. O- ostrich. Ostrich. I know, nice. who, yeah. I know someone who ate kangaroo once. Oh yeah, yeah I had kangaroo once. I had a friend who had a bizarre turducken. It was like an Australian turducken. But it was like, uh, what was it? It was like snapping turtle inside something inside kangaroo. That is fantastic. Yeah, or like um, like an Australian version of haggis. Or wow. something. No, turducken, because it's different animals. Yeah. Huh, what was weird. it? It was like turtle something and then like kangaroo. Like a koala stuffed in a kookaburra stuffed oh, in a. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> stuffing everything. Why not, koala, man? Yeah, for koala the audio listeners, a... uh, Sniddler is uh, fisting the air right now. Yeah, basically. 
going elbow her, deep. Her ducking. <laughs> God. <laughs> so what happens to Techland Zero? Oh, they accidentally stumble upon like a teleportation Stargate. Yeah, yeah they 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 they. <laughs> They run away from like the ice fleas or whatever, and then just happen to stumble across the thing that they're looking for, which is a bunch of like standing stones, essentially. Yeah. And uh, it looks like Stonehenge. They walk into Stonehenge, and it, it looks like a. Into... It looks like a miniature, like mini golf version of one part of Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. Mini golf, yeah, because they're colorful. That's, that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it doesn't have like the the walk, the pathway up to like the 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 circle that Stonehenge has. Yeah, yeah, it's just circular. So anyway, so, they like touch a bunch of shit and get teleported away, and then yeah. we're uh, we're we're so, null energy gets fired from the the beast planet. Pure, pure, and um, fucking um. Uh, uh, Graveheart is mm -hmm. like full, sh full power to sh to shields. Yeah, and it because they're, they're shooting another moon. It 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 ricochets off of their shields. Oddly enough, because it's null energy, I would have thought it just would have tore right through it. Ye yeah, it's weird that the, the, the shields that... didn't like absorb the yeah. energy, the null energy. It, like it deflected it somehow. I'm like, yeah, that's not how really energy weird. shields work. In, yeah, like in sci-fi, in any other sci-fi, yeah, it spreads the impact out. So it uses um like energy to to absorb, absorb and spread out the, the impact. The, yeah, the shock. Yeah, yeah, this just deflects it. This is like a rubber band, like yeah. shield that just bounces it off, and this, they're like, this, "Oh no!" This is like this oh, is no. like Captain America holding up like a giant adamantium shield, like on an angle. <laughs> So yeah. it just like bounces off, yeah. and yeah, like Sandler said, it's just like that's not how null energy works. <laughs> Wait a second, and we've been so bamboozled. It gets it ricochets and it starts hurling itself towards the ice planet. Yeah. Uh oh, bad where, move. Where, where Tekla and uh, and King King Cryos almost immediately gives up and is yeah. like is like. Shit, I guess my planet's doomed. Right? I mean, at that, at that <laughs> like, point... It's time for me to say goodbye to my planet and yeah. my daughter. Yeah. Just, like, right yeah. away. There's not much you can do when a big ball of mineral energy is flying yeah. towards your home. I yeah, mean, that's like Frieza, but, uh, Frieza destroying the planet, but like, right? It, it, was, it was a very, very quick surrender. Yeah. It was just yeah. kind of like, oh, well, uh, nah, hmm. He he accepted his planet's fate very quickly. Maybe he wanted it to happen. Hey now. Maybe. So yeah, we're let, on the let's, the not, let's not go spreading rumors about King Cryos here. <laughs> it's an inside job. Friend Italia. of the show, King Cryos. Okay. Friend of the show, yeah. King Cryos. Yeah. Shout out uh, to Cryos. Yeah. Cryos. Okay. So yeah, they're in Rainbow Road. Tekla and Zira. What? Oh yeah, yeah the thing. Yeah. 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 The the computer, uh, like the circular mini golf Stonehenge thing, turns on. And turns like, on, well, and uh, you've got mail. And it's like, hello, I speak English. What would you like me to do, master? Yeah. 
Oh, oh by the way, no, my world says, it says it says uh, uh, impact imminent or something. Um, only way to fix it is go maximum thrust. Yeah, maximum yeah. Thrust. And then she's like, "What do you mean maximum thrust of what?" And it's like of the world engines. The world engines, huh? And like, okay, so for the listeners, um, I've mentioned oh, this on the podcast before. I've seen season. I had seen season one of Shadow Raiders when I was a kid, but I'd never seen season two. Mm. And I just watched this episode for the first time yesterday. This legitimately was like, I, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> world engines, right? That's what it was like for me when I first. Fuck saw yeah! <laughs> I was. I got so fucking hyped over this. I I did too, uh, and I only saw it like for the first time a couple months ago. And, uh, yeah, pretty much yeah. the same reaction. Yeah, and so what impressed me wasn't necessarily the world engines. There's actually some good sci-fi coming up here. Mm. Um, they It goes, okay, activating, like, world engines, and then it goes, uh, preparing atmospheric, like, shell or shield. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this yeah. weird energy, like, bubble goes around the planet to hold on to its atmosphere and temperature and... And yeah, stuff, it's, and it's I'm like preparing it for. Uh, people live on this thing, and then know? it it mentions like graviton gravity emitters or something yeah. like that. And then it's like, oh, I'm initiating gravity emitters so that yeah. the g forces on the the planet don't don't change. Yeah, even when it's moving, so, and I'm like, it's a it cool very, to detail. It was That's, very well thought out. Yeah, they they did their their minimal amount of research on that, and I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm on board it, now. You got the gravity yeah. emitters. You got the atmospheric, like protecting shell. F fuck yeah! So, let's, let's fly around, boys. They were <laughs> <laughs> it's like pressurizing Yeehaw. the cabin before takeoff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And one of the random um, ice planet like soldiers takes his like helmet off, and he's like, "By the oh. Matrix," and like looks up in the sky. <laughs> yeah, and like. Literal like Big thrusters like, like emerge, like giant like, ass thrusters ground. like emerge from the ground on the planet and fire. Yeah. And the planet moves out of the way. How do you hide country sized thrusters? You know what? I don't care. It's rad. It's conspiracy. It's okay. Under the ice. Soundly. Under the ice. Under the ice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Hooray. Fucking hype. Yeah. I'm Fuck on board. Yeah. That was and they dodged the blast. Thank the frost. It is all is well with planet ice. Yeah. And the animation one. of the giant null energy flying past the planet and all the inhabitants looking up at it is it's pretty sweet. I Man, like they, they they changed the show a lot. Yeah. Or the better. They're showing the everyman. They're they're showing that soldiers are here. It's not just like the same eight characters. It's I, yeah. I'm digging this. That's episode one. Yep, that Except is episode one. Episode two is this is the way the world ends, and the episode Done. opens with uh, the Alliance Council on Planet Fire, like kind of just arguing about shit. Yeah, uh, the Vizier is saying some Vizier bullshit, being like, being like, "Oh fuck the Alliance," basically. I yeah. do not trust the Alliance. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's very good. 
Yeah, it was pretty good. We yeah. cannot trust them, my prince. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. All right, that's good. What can I say? I've I've watched some more planets. <laughs> uh, so the beast planet is uh, heading directly for planet fire. And yeah, uh, it's like, well, fine. Not gonna give me ice. Guess I'm going for fire, and I'm like, hold up. Wouldn't fire be closest to the star? <laughs> and ice would have been the farthest. Well, to be well, to be fair, uh, it didn't fire directly at planet ice. It fired at a battle moon, and the battle moon deflected the shot into the tra- uh, accidentally into the trajectory oh, of. Oh, sorry, no, it was nowhere ice. near them. R- right. Yeah. So you're no, you're right. The science checks out the the closest planet that the beast planet would come in contact with would be planet fire. Yeah, because the beast the, the Mercury. emerged. Yeah, it emerged from the sun, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, we yeah, did it, folks. We figured it out. Yeah, science. <laughs> science. Yeah, so, yeah. so Tekla <laughs> uh, barges in and is like, "Hey guys, there." Uh, yeah, basically, so she's yeah. like, "Here's some science bullshit readings that say, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you guys got a world engine too." Hooray, yeah. let's go find it. <laughs> yeah. And then Jade... I, I, I'm gonna Jade, guess. like, so... gets angry and slams the table, and I'm like, yeah. What she whatever did. Whatever Jade said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was yelling at the vizier. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like vizier. Yeah, and what does Graveheart say? He's like, hey, let's get busy then. We need everyone to be fighting the beast planet. And Jade is like, everyone? And she kind of narrows her eyes, and I'm like, uh-oh. She narrows her eyes at uh, Vizier. Yeah. He yep. doesn't take shit. That's one thing, right? Like, he he's like the, the advisor to Pyrus, but, like, say what you want about him, but, like, he's not gonna, like, back away from a staring contest. Even if Jade could crush his head between her thighs. Nice. What? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wait, what? What are we talking about? Jade crushing heads between her no, thighs. No, I, I, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, yeah, so, so what happens? Like <laughs> The moons! The moons come to fire. The Maybe. what are there left now? Three, uh, four. Yeah, there's four moons so. left. Four moons yeah. left. Yeah, yeah. But um, they're gigantic, like laser blasts. Don't and seem the, to do shit against the beast planet. Yeah, the moons uh can't really uh don't really stand a chance against the beast planet, and the beast no. planet is looming on looming on planet fire. <clears throat> looming. Yeah, and Jane's like there. That will buy us some time. And I'm like, is it? Why? How? Is it by time? I don't or think so. Is it so. just kind of wasting the battle moons? Well, and yeah. um, uh, planet fire actually starts to like rumble and break apart. Uh, mm. And Graveheart mentions be- that it's because of like the gravitational pull of the beast planet. I love that. Now, there's so much good actual like science going on in here, sci fi. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's what would happen. Uh, so things start uh, 
uh, breaking apart and everyone is like, hey, we need to, our, our heroes are like, we need to flee into the temple and um, I think they lose a moon too. They lose a moon here. Yeah, yeah well, around sure, like five, yeah. five fifteen. One of the moons gets like too close, and one of the giant cannons like fires at it point blank. And I'm like, "What was that battle moon guy doing?" Nah, no kidding. So <laughs> maybe he was trying to shoot into the the barrel of the <laughs> the beast planet. So. They're on this big like pathway going to the temple and they start running and along on either side of the, the pathway are a series of uh, big ass statues and the statues are all like crumbling and falling apart. And one is about to fall onto uh, Pyrus, but Graveheart, like a fucking champ, like leaps onto him and like... It's not like a, a like the the typical thing like you see in movies and TV where it's like someone like leaps to like push someone out of the way. No, no, no. he leaps like on top of Pyrus and actually like stays there, like stays like on top shield, of him. So all to shield him. So like these statues like falling down, like he takes the brunt of the impact. Yeah. Also, they're not just like little pieces of debris. No, no, like. It's a fucking statue. These are hundred pound like chunks, like hitting yeah. him, and he's crying out in like pain. But he doesn't, he doesn't move. And I'm like, holy fuck, is he gonna be able to walk? Like, yeah. is, he, is he gonna live? Are we saying goodbye to Graveheart in this episode? But the the rock hounds are fucking tough, I guess. Yeah, with their space marine. He ends armor. up getting buried though in rubble, but Pyrus gets out. Yeah. Yeah, and he tells him to to take Pyrus and evacuate everyone. Yeah, evacuate the planet. Man, and, uh, things get worse before they get better. Jesus. The winds in this aren't really... aren't too great feeling, huh? No. <laughs> I keep forgetting you have that filter on. What are you talking about? <clears throat> Nothing. Okay. Yeah, so way, where where were we? The, oh, the, the fucking beast planet is opening. Really funny. The beast planet is preparing itself. Yes. It yeah. Very uh, red inside. Opening wide. Yeah. And it's like wow. grabby hand, grabby thing. Grabby thing. Yeah. Yeah, grabby thing. Technical <laughs> term. Yeah. Yeah. The the vizier. This is hard um, sci-fi. Damn it. Hard. Yeah, yeah. Of course. The grabby thing. Yeah. <laughs> the planet grappler. Planet Grappler. Planet Grappler. <laughs> um, actually, that is the Beast Planet's uh, Extendo Claw. Thank you, Ben Shapiro. That was a very which they stole <laughs> from. Uh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good. Sorry, <laughs> he wasn't even trying to do. <laughs> Shapiro, I, I, I have. I couldn't tell you what Ben Shapiro even sounds like. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. And and um uh so the the uh, the grapple claw comes out and um so that's actually stolen from Unicron. A lot of people don't know that it's actually stolen from Unicron, the nineteen eighty six Transformers movie. Uh, he was eating planets far far before War Planets. So don't um, actually think they could have gotten past me. Um, actually, if you go back to uh, 1963 Marvel better. Comics, uh, 
Uh, I was trying to do Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I know. I could totally tell. Unicron <laughs> is a, uh, a a clear ripoff of the Marvel Comics Fantastic Four villain uh, uh, Galactus, which first appeared in uh, issue 27 of uh, the Fantastic Four comic book, volume one. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, first published in uh, 19 June of 1963. So yeah, uh, do but do your homework next time. That's all I have yeah. to say. And wait for applause. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, maybe maybe you should actually know a, a thing or two about this sort of thing before you decide to uh, start a podcast about it. I like that he's he's doing an impression. He's without doing it. He's doing it. it without knowing anything about it, but he's doing it spot on. <laughs> I'm not doing an impression of anyone. I'm doing. I, I know. It's very I'm, good. I'm doing a um, uh, an um, I'm actually neck beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, actually, <laughs> guy. actually. Yeah. Yeah. So the vizier kind of like sneaky beakies stays behind. Empires is like vizier, come on, and he's like, go ahead without me. I have some. Vizier business to do. And I'm like, do you? I think he does. This, what happens here? Are we this far ahead? Hang on. Are we back inside the planet? Yeah, Pyrus is like addressing his people. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That wasn't what I was going to say. Go on. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a bit ahead in the episode. Yeah, but basically, um, I guess the way that the technology on fireworks is when he goes before this like big fire in the throne room, he can like project his image to all like the cities and stuff across the planet, yeah. and they get like a holographic image of him in the flame. Science um, checks out. Yeah, the, the science checks out. It's it's flame flame TV. <laughs> Television. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, though we might like lose our planet, we as a people will survive. So planet fire will survive with us." And he tries to give them like a rousing, rousing yeah. speech. Yeah, he does a pretty good job getting them all around. I agree. Yeah, yeah. good leader. Yeah, yeah, he's coming. I, I like uh, this kid's actually a very good leader. Yeah, well written. Yeah. So what what ended up happening? Um, Graveheart and Tekla went Grave to go look for the. Yeah, great. Graveheart and Tekla find a Stonehenge in the center of, well, uh, supposedly in the center of Planet Fire, uh, much I, like the one in, in the center. Uh, the center. Well, not 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 the center. They not say the saying. center. They say I'm the center. The they center. do say the center. Yeah, I do. Say yeah. That. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, no the the stone the uh, mini golf Stonehenge thing isn't in the center. No, it no. takes you to. It teleports the you to the center. It, tel it yeah, teleports that, you to the center, right. which implies the the core, That's what I meant to say. Yeah, the which world kind engine of implies control that room. these planets were created around the world engines. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's all an inside job. There's a rainbow um, road in here too. Yeah. Except. Um. But somehow also beast rounds. Yeah. See, this is it. When um when Tekla was on the ice planet and she was talking about oh well Lamprey was in my head, and so I'm kind of just going off whatever she knows. So apparently they already knew about all these, and yeah. they're waiting before they can save another planet. They're waiting to sabotage this one. So I think so they I'm, got there before they did. Why didn't they because... just blow it up and then leave? Why'd they wait for them to go? Holes, Dramatic man. Well, they... Holes. <laughs> well, well, no, like the um, 
Uh, the the world engine uh, controls for Planet Fire are fucked up yeah. already. Because, They're broken, no, yeah. it's because the Beast drones shoot one of the Rainbow Road chips in yeah. this yeah. fight that's coming up. Yeah. But the if the Beast drones were waiting for them, why didn't they just <laughs> why shoot just, them anyway? Yeah, yeah, the beef drones. Beef drones. Beast drone. Beef drones. I thought you said beef drones. Beef drone jerky. <laughs> okay. Um, Bleep drones. How'd they get in there? I don't know. Whatever. I, I assume we. No, I, I assume we will find out. They're no. Oh, okay. Okay. This yeah. like the fact that like uh, Tekla <laughs> already mentioned that like she got the knowledge of where this thing was for the, the, the world engine was from Lamprey. And now on the planet, it implies that, that yeah, it implies that this isn't a plot hole, that this is something that will, we will yeah. actually find out like the I reasons we behind. Do. I forget. We get a really cool scene of ice. You know, those like spider, like ice tanks. Yeah. yeah. The, like the defending. Mites. Um, no, the tanks. Like, not the not the ice mites. The the tanks. The, the walkers. The the yeah. tanks with the turret. Yeah, and in the first episode of season one that we get to see. Yeah. Um, they're yeah, like defending right. the carriers, and the 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 carriers almost look like they're rock. Maybe maybe they're ice, and they're evacuating all the fire people. This is really cool to see. I mean, super depressing that they have to evacuate a whole planet. But like seeing the the ice tanks on planet fire, and all the ships like working together and stuff, it's, it's fucking cool. It's it is really really cool. Agreed. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So the battle happens in Rainbow Rainbow Road. They... The vizier is like hiding. <laughs> yeah. When they I was watching when it. I was watching this yesterday, I was like, oh, is the vizier up to something? Like, is he gonna try and sabotage their efforts? Does he hate does he hate the alliance that much? Yeah, I was like, why yeah. why is he being sneaky beaky? Yeah. You get one last finger wag. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he kind I like of how, does. I like how they, they show one of the pillars is is destroyed and then I think it's Graveheart's like, oh, it's 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 fried, it's toasted. And she's Texas like, no, no, it's fine. I can see if I can fix it. And then they keep going like, oh no, there's hope. And no, no, there's no hope. Oh no, but I can fix it. Oh, actually, no, no, I I can try. And it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Fifty five percent. They did try. They did try to fix it. Something like 56, 55. So the and Vizier then... does that uh, that uh, thing that you see in movies and TV a lot where he's like, to, to Graveheart and Tekla, you go on, I'll be right behind you. As they're about to leave the, uh, the control room. Yeah. Where are we here? Uh, so the giant grapple grapple arm comes out to grab Planet Fire, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. So here, here, okay. So they do get the thrusters online, but it's like minimal power. Something's yeah. wrong with the rainbow fire. Uh, the thing. Um, monolith. Yeah. 
one of the giant like engine chips. Yeah. Um, so the engines are working, but at like minimal power. And yeah, like Christopher yeah, yeah. said, it's kind of like the it it's not exactly like a go on without me kind of thing. He he kind of like lectures them and finger wags and he's like, you fucked this up, blah blah blah. Like, get out of here. Get, yeah, get the fuck I, out of here. I always get. knew you'd you'd screw oh, this fix up. This. Yeah. Get out of here. And so they go, okay, dad. And and they do. I was like, I was kind of going like, well, why in the world is it his fault? You know, because like he, you know, he didn't destroy the engine. I, I think he's being abrasive just to get them out of there because he knows that they're important to the alliance. That's actually a very good point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's my my jest, right? Yeah. That's that's what I think. It makes sense now that you put it that way. At first, I just thought he was being a real dick. Yeah, like like he was. So Pirates does something cool. Um, eventually, he has to leave, and his guard is like, "Hey, Pyrus, Prince, we we gotta we gotta go." And he's like, "But are all, all my people gone?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Dude, why are you waiting for every single person to like leave? <laughs> You're the." You're the prince. Get out of there. And he grabs some like fire earth like, and puts it in a oh, tube. It's bits of a erupting volcano, I think. Yeah. Like part of like yeah. this Old volcano that he they live in. And I wasn't expecting it. He goes to the throne room and it's a ship. Yeah. Yeah. Some weird yeah. flying saucer type thing. That's rad. Yeah. We could learn something. We could learn. The palace is like a UFO. Yeah. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it? One of the battle moons has the perfect like receptacle for Iris's like palace, (laughs) like nestle in. And I was like, okay. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Okay. That's these are all playsets. Damn it. He's like, and this is my planet now. This moon. So that'll move that, that uh, belongs to planet rock yeah awkward <laughs> did they even ask for these moons or was that like a compromise that king it hasn't been revealed yet because oh, remember at the end of right. last, remember at the end of last season like it's kind of implied that like jade didn't exactly ask for the battle moons. Yeah. He's then, like, wow, like, I can't believe you got Lord Mantle's um backing. And she's like, Yes. Yes, Lord Mantle, let me take these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh so Pyrus does something cool. He takes the lava back out. And like he he holds it in his hand. Yeah. And he said, All of the fires of planet fire will burn in as long as all of our people have memory. Yeah. And he kind of like tosses it on these cauldrons and they all light back up. Yeah. It's like palace fires. Pretty cool. It's cool. It's, I don't know the point, but it, it's cool. Ceremonial. It, it is ceremonial. Yeah. yeah. Tradition. It's tradition. tradition. And then we get a heartwarming, um, like kind of last goodbye. Yeah. Um, so they can communicate through the fire, as we've seen. And the vizier and Prince Pyrus have a uh 
heart to heart as the vizier says his final goodbyes because he has stayed on the planet. Yep. How do you two feel about this? So what happens in this scene is uh, the vizier stays behind to control the world engine, basically, and he radios the prince and says that uh, you don't need me anymore because uh, you have become a king unto yourself. I see your father in you. Um, mm. And I was wrong uh, about the alliance. These uh, These people... Uh, truly are your friends. I, I And I saw that when I saw Graveheart basically, like, put his life on the line to save you earlier. Yeah. And uh, this is the last thing that I can do for you. Essentially. Yeah. And, and what, what he does it. here, what he does here is mm. fucking hype. It's, yeah, it's I love it. Hype, man. It's so emotional, he, but it's kick-ass. Yeah. So, so, Emperor Femur? Vizier <laughs> of Planet Fire? Yeah. yeah. Like, he... Then, this... And, like... Yeah, man. And in his dying moments, like, he, he admits that he was wrong. So, I mean... Yeah. He's been an asshole the entire show, but he admits that he was wrong about it, so good on him. Right? Yeah. And uh, Pyra says, no, I need you to, to stay and, like, guide me. Like you guided my father. I need I need you. And he's like, uh, no, you don't. I, I can't teach you anything else. But like Christopher said, but I, I can do this one last thing for you. Yeah. And uh they have a heartwarming moment where they all try to reach through the the fire and flames. Um and uh play Dragon Force on expert. Uh, <laughs> Um, before their so their fire, that. before their fire message like cuts out, yeah. And I kind of like what um, the vizier says to himself to the beast. Yeah, what is that? Uh, he kind of says like, "You eater of worlds, um, who've come to taste our righteous fire." Uh, I hope you choke on it. Yeah, yeah. No, it, <laughs> nice. eat, eat our eat our righteous uh, our flames and choke on it. Yeah, and, and he's like, through my last breath, I I uh, what is he? he says, for I, for the sake of my planet, I spit my last breath at you. That's that's and fucking nice. Very nice. And then he steers it into a he, you know he hits the claw and I guess he's dying. His the dying move grab the planet he rams it angles it in a way that it it kind of fucks the grapple thing yeah and he smashes it into like one of the claws yeah and it pushes the claw like upward into the side of the beast planet yeah yeah he he he's fucked them a little bit it looks like it destroys the claw almost yeah and indeed, it, was, it, it almost looks awesome. like the planet's not going to get swallowed by this, like, core thing. Yeah. Because the claw falls into it, kind of like janky. Um, but the way that the great particle effects, Jesus, the way yeah. that the, the thrusters are kind of angled, it almost, like, pushes it into the the core thing. So right. it almost 
got away. And the last we see of fire is the the beast planet like closing the the stomach core thing around yeah. the planet. <clears throat> so hopefully awesome. he fucked them up somewhat. Yeah. And uh that was episode two. Uh on to episode three, period of adjustment. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what's going on in this one? We're back on Bone, the Bone Yard. Bone. The Bone Zone. Bone the Bone Zone. zone. And uh speaking of Bone Zone, we're going for the throne. The throne zone. In the bone the zone. zone. Going from the throne zone. I'm in the groan zone over here right now. You're in the <laughs> <laughs> He's like, stop. Oh, wow. So, uh, so uh, femur is in this like hallway, like saying some uh, some. Femur I'm so bullshit. great! Oh, check me yeah. out, boys! Yeah. He's got a couple of soldiers behind him, and yeah. uh, he steps on like a trap door or something, and like falls through. Yeah, yeah. And he, and they he call falls him on this shit. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. It's not that important. No. Uh and he falls into this pit with a bunch of these like snake type creatures, and then we disgusting see, uh, bone planet creatures. Yeah. yeah. And then we it's cut to uh, <laughs> then we cut to, to Prince Pyrus like watching the uh the uh, instant replay of the uh of the uh fire planet like fucking up the, the beast planet. Yeah. Which I'm like, where was this camera in space? It's doing that TV thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like the footage, the footage that a character is watching is literally just like was, the actual footage that the viewer saw. That the viewer viewer saw. It, it's uh, Christopher yeah. and I have, no, I, I can't recall when we first noticed this, but we've noticed this like crystal ball thing that we can't not, we can't unsee now. It's yeah, in everything. Yeah. It's in movies too. And yeah, I'm always oh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm always pointing it out now where there's just footage that people are watching, but like, where was the camera? And yeah, it's often yeah. like Christopher yeah, yeah. said, it's from the viewpoint of the viewer, but like, is it implying that there was a ship hanging out right there next to the beast planet? Yeah. It was yeah. like a camera crew, just like capturing the footage. <laughs> Go. Yeah. Maybe it was a, uh, a hot probe. Someone pulled uh, out their Emperor, someone Emperor was like, Emperor. oh shit, and pulled out their iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, they have spaceships. Cer- certainly they have satellite phones. Pyrus does something cool and he's like, um, I'm in the vizier's memory, and he like puts his hand together and makes like this weird, wicked, like fire eagle crest in the air. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I don't cool, know when you I'm would like, I'm like, oh, I didn't know you uh had the ability to do things like that, but all right. Can can you do anything else? Can you throw command? What else can you do with fire? Like, right. We could really use some. If you could throw fireballs, we could have used that by now. Damn it! I know, right? Uh, so uh, back in the uh, the Snarlack pit, <laughs> uh... <laughs> he's hitting him with bones. Yeah. He's fighting them with bones. With, with, with a femur. And I'm like, like, nothing on this planet looks like it would have bones. Like those slug things? Why would those yeah. things have bones? That's always Jeez. been my problem with the design of all of the inhabitants of Planet Bone. It's like, they look like lizards. Like, I don't know. 
Well, the lizard things are vertebrates, but like a lot of the slugs and gross shit, the, and and bugs, they're yeah, they're, yeah. they're invertebrates, so they wouldn't have bones. I just always thought like some like the inhabitants of something like Planet Bone would probably have like they they would probably be like hard, like almost insectoid, like exoskeleton type things. Yeah. That would be my I don't know. It's it, it's it, not it, that important. It's it, it's it, it seems like it should be planet slime. Right? Yeah. yeah. Planet amphibian. Planet slimy. Planet ew. Planet ew. <laughs> yeah. So um Emperor Pelvis um is enjoying a king's feast. And he's like, oh, it's so nice to be alone. And Femur shows up. Yep. And instead of like, why doesn't he just kill Pelvis? Really wish he would. Like, I don't get why he doesn't just order his guards to take that guy out. Is there some like weird thing where you're the advisor is allowed to try to kill the emperor, but not vice versa? Maybe I get the impression this is like some kind of like I like ideological code on the planet where it's just like, oh, just what the the right hand man does is like he constantly tries to kill the emperor. And like yeah. that's just the way it is. It's isn't that like what the it, it isn't that like what the, the Sith do in Star Wars? Like the the apprentice is always trying to kill the master, and the master he, knows this, but like, kind of just lets it happen. Like he 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 won't allow himself to be killed, but he he allows the attempts to continue. The good point that is very Sith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you've ever played the game, um, um, the 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 Force Knights of the Old Republic. The Force Unleashed. There we go. Uh, you okay. play, the, the main character is is Sith, and there very much is this constant acknowledgement that you're always trying to, like, beat your master. Yeah. And he has, like, um, uh, a training drone. Uh, sorry, droid. It's like a robot that um, holographically can look like different opponents, can change right. its, like, form. And at the beginning... Um, he tries to assassinate you, and you beat him, and he's like, oh, good form, master. Next time, I'll try to kill you better. So, like, even his buddy, <laughs> like, his dro uh, droid that he keeps with him, that helps him all throughout the game, yeah. every once in a while, at the most inconvenient moments, he tries to kill you. Starkiller. <laughs> and he's like, not now. Like... He's like, no, now's the perfect time. So Can you, ima can you imagine if, like, I don't know, like Siri, <laughs> like your, 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 uh, like your, uh, s like smart assistant was like always just trying to take you out. You're like, you're you like, the wrong oh. directions and shit. You're like, oh, hey, Alexa, what's the weather today? And she's like, it's going to be cloudy with a chance of death. <laughs> and like fucking like fires, like some electricity at you. You so, got action roll out of the way, and you're like, oh, you almost got me there, Alexa. Nice try. <laughs> and she's like, dang, I'll get you next time. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> the Sith kind of have a um, 
like a Darwinian, like the, the strongest survive approach to things. Because right. the more you survive, your lesser is trying to kill you, the stronger you become and the more on your toes you are. So the strongest Sith are so used to killing and being attempted to be killed yourself that they're like, they're very dangerous. What doesn't yeah, kill you keeps trying until they eventually succeed. Yeah. And you never get to fight a Jedi because of the infighting of the Sith. <laughs> and indeed, uh, what, there's like a slushy that's poisoned? Yeah, yeah, basically. And he gives it to like one of it, one of the like grunt like soldier guys, yeah. and he drinks it, and everything seems fine. And then Femur is about to drink it, and then the guy like chokes and falls and dies. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he's trying to tell Femur basically, pelvis. He's like, "Hey, like seriously, if you don't let me kill you and take over, your people are gonna want like satisfaction." And the way that happens in our culture, as you know is you get killed anyway. Yeah. So yeah. he's basically <laughs> telling him very brez like brazenly, hey, you can choose letting me kill you or letting the people kill you. Either way, I'm I'm gonna be the emperor. So like Pelvis has got fucking balls like Yeah lately. Yeah. And he's like, you know how the old rhyme goes. Uh, what is it? You snag the throne, you rule the bone. I know, I know. <laughs> The one who snags the throne rules the bone. I, I there, tell my there's another part every day, it. but she doesn't believe me. There is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, femur like goes to the uh, to the John, and yeah. the toilet explodes. But he survives. But he survives, and I think he remarks that uh, maybe like running away from the battle wasn't such a good idea after all. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay, buddy. And so, and then the next scene, role play. The next scene is hilarious. Like, okay. uh, the next scene is like the the beginning of like a recurring joke throughout this episode that I found fucking hilarious. <laughs> go, so, go ahead. So, Femur like walks in and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try and repair the alliance. I'm gonna go to uh to Lord Mantle on Planet Rock." And he he says to uh, Pelvis, he's like, "Yeah, I'll be me. You, uh, uh, you be Lord Mantle." Yeah. And so he he acts out like how he's going to approach Lord Mantle, and he's like, "Hey, old buddy, I was just in the neighborhood," and uh, uh, Pelvis is like, "Destroy him, gods." Yeah. Guards, destroy the intruder. He's speaking with like a very Shakespearean. Yeah, yeah. Over the top. And Femur is like, eh, you never were a good actor anyway, basically. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah after he like cowardly tries to keep role playing, he's like, oh, settle down, Lord. Man. And then he realizes they're role playing and he's like, uh, you're, you ruined it. You, you screwed up. He would yeah. never say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so the next scene is them like showing up to to greet Lord Mantle, and he's like, "Hey, Lord Mantle, old buddy, I was just in the neighborhood and thought I would stop by," and Lord Mantle just like literally like word for word repeats what Pelvis said. Yeah, guards. What does he say? Seize the intruders. Yeah. So the comet, the comedic timing of that 
Well, well written, guys, because it cuts Love from it. that little role play on Planet Bone directly to the throne room on Planet Rock. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. immediately, like following that. So it plays to out with his credit. He nailed. It. He nailed. Yeah, it, it plays out exactly the same way. I love it, and that, indeed, we'll we'll call back to that to that later yeah. on. <laughs> we we get a scene uh, with oh, our heroes talking about how there is a uh, food shortage, and the the alliance is going to run out of food within a week if they continue on the way things were, yeah. like the way things have been going, which. One thing that when I was watching this earlier, I didn't really understand is why no one at any point brings up the notion of rationing. Yeah. Well, they, they presumably they, they are talking about rationing, but they're looking for like easy to grow alternative food sources for all their people as well. No, they never bring up rationing at all. And in fact, like, when like these like alternate food sources don't seem to be particularly viable for all of them, they're basically like, "Oh, what are we gonna do? We only have a week's worth of food." And I'm well, like, "Graveheart, guys, ration, Graveheart." Well, maybe maybe presumably they're already doing that because later we see people fighting over scraps of food. Maybe, but the show doesn't. Uh... The show doesn't explain, doesn't, uh, never As a fan of Metal Gear Solid, I can tell you, I know a thing or two about rations. They're circular little pills that appear in your inventory. (laughs) They're not pills, they're cans. Oh, is that what they they are? Yeah, they're a little, they're a little, uh, can, like a tuna can. Yeah, and the first time I played that, like, on my, like, CRTV, right? And you see them... (laughs) They're just like a little circle thing, and I'm like, so rations are lifesavers? Are they pills? But yeah, they're supposed to be cans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what does Graveheart try? He tries some fireweed? Lichen? Yeah, yeah, and uh, it apparently is like it's from the planet Fire, and it's too hot for uh uh, people of the planet ice to eat so but uh maybe the rock people can yeah the the rock people's digestive system is strong enough that they can handle it so graveheart eats it and he's like oh okay cool and then there's this very like cartoonish bit of i love it <laughs> of his face like going red and him like choking and shit i like Ooh, it yeah too spicy but before Ooh, he gets gets overwhelmed, he's like, hmm. <laughs> so, like, he liked it. Save How that. you doing over there, Siddler? Groovy. Doing groovy. groovy. I'm just trying to get caught up on this episode here. Yeah, we're just <laughs> we're just skimming through them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my my allergies are starting to to go haywire, uh, listeners, so I apologize. Uh, this was a problem on uh, the recent episode of Too Much Energon as well. Uh, it it's incredibly smoky in Victoria right now. Yeah, the, so, we don't have normal light. It's sepia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Nashville. So, Nashville filter outside. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyone, not, so, uh, anyone not familiar with... Um, so, make my nose if you live in California or on the West Coast, you know that during the hot months, sometimes mm-hmm. the sky is just yellow or red. 
wildfires are a thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. well and it, usually like we have wildfires uh, in the inman in the inventory in the interior. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wildfires. Six wildfires left. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we can feed them to uh, uh, the survivors of the planet. ice planet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, no, like um, wildfires happen in the interior of British Columbia, like every single summer. Uh, it's yeah. been going on for eons, uh, but we actually have wildfires on the island going on right now, and that isn't the norm necessarily. No, yeah. It has been for the last few years, and I blame climate change. Yeah. Do you remember that one, what was it, four or five years ago, where for like almost a week, the sky was like rust? It was, I think that, that was, was 20, look at, as, the, the sky was orange. I was going to say, I think that was like as recent as, well, yeah, 2015 that happened. I think also like two years ago, it happened also. It, did, it yeah. happened again. Like, like, last a very pale green, orange. And you know, very hazy. Weird. Yeah, yeah. There was so much smoke in the air that like it looked like it was foggy out, but it wasn't fog, it was smoke. Yeah. And my, my car was it was like dusty, like it had it had ash all over it because it was just floating in the air. Yeah. It was, it was really it was kind of scary. Oh, You'd go outside, um, people would be like, stay indoors, you know. There was the air quality um warnings. Warning. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Yeah, we haven't had one of those in a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, there That's was an air quality warning last year. Remember, because <laughs> last year, uh, we actually us and what was it? Uh, Hong Kong, I think, were like competing right for like the worst air quality in the world. Right. We talked about it on air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it. I think on a preamble of too much energon. Yeah. So hopefully that doesn't happen this year. No, and there is an air quality warning right now. So, but anyway, uh, long story short, uh, the smoke is like really, really plugging my nose up. So um, let's try to get through the the, the yeah. rest of this kind of quickly. So we're we're already at like an hour yeah. and a half or so. Let's let's roll. So on Planet Rock, Emperor Femur says, "Hey, you can't kill me. I'm royalty. Blah blah blah. You can't shoot us." And he's like. Lord Mantle's like, you're right, but we could beat you up. So they like just beat, you just beat up Femur and Pelvis and literally like a cartoon. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like oh, a cartoon. they grab them by their 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 um their scruff of the neck and like their waistband and just toss them, toss them out of the. the everybody on the on like on all of these planets, like their food is green slime with shit in it. Green, yeah. yeah, green slime with different shit in it. Yeah, <laughs> the rock people eat rock salts. The fire people eat um, fireweed. The ice people, I don't know, eat uh, ice ticks. Yeah, mm. sure. Yeah, I wonder what they ate on Planet Tech. Uh, microchips. I was gonna say in green slime. Nah. <laughs> Wouldn't that kind of be cannibalism, though? Because they're cybernetic. No, it's not. It's they're not. Um, uh, they're not sentient chips. Oh, okay. You know, they're just like uh, RAM or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> they eat yeah. brains. Okay. Leftover from uh from old uh 
from old PC builds. Old, old from my old PC, PCs. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like how um, um, Pyrus is like, hey, these ain't bad, and he's eating the ice ticks. And he turns, uh, no, ice lice or something. And um, yeah. Cryos turns to Jade, and he's like, oh, did you take out the, the eggs? And Jade is like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, well, they can grow to such crazy sizes inside the body that... And Pyrus, like, comically, like, <laughs> spits out all the green goo and the... I'm like, why would I, you like eat that? I like how someone says to her, like, uh, you are a much better fighter than you are a cook. And she's like, never said otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, nice. I I like Jade. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And then guess who shows up? Beamer <laughs> shows up to Planet Ice. Yeah, he shows up and he's like, "Hey, Cryos, old buddy. I was just in the neighborhood and thought I would stop by." And Cryos is like, "Guards, seize these intruders!" <laughs> a call back to that scene from a from good earlier. good job, writer. <laughs> yeah, I I I dig it. And basically, they all kind of like lecture him, and they're like, "You're a huge piece of shit, man. Yeah, you've like teamed up with the enemy, like literally, you've you've teamed up with Lamprey. Yeah, and you abandon us during like a really like important battle. Yeah, and even and... like Pelvis is like, also his people don't support him, and it's just like, yeah. And I'm kind of with them. I'm like, is it kind of everyone's best interest for Femur to die?" So Pelvis can take over? Femur starts like trying to make like a bunch of excuses. He's like, uh yeah, would you would you believe me if I told you that when I ran away, like I was trying to find an an escape route for all of us? And they're kind of just like And he's like, Yeah, I wouldn't believe me either. (laughs) (laughs) Uh No, so they ain't having it and they kick his ass out. And uh, but he wants to find Pyrus because Pyrus and Femur kind of got a a rapport, like they're they're kind of yeah. friendly with each other. Yeah, yeah. There's this like I can't remember how exactly, but like Femur like kind of weasels out of them, like exactly where Pyrus is. Right, they're like, because like, he's like, hey, where's Pyrus? I want to say goodbye to the kid before I leave. And they're like, he's on the blah, blah, blah battle moon. So, fuck up, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, oh, you don't say. Uh, and, yeah, so uh, Femur, like, shows up to the battle moon to, almost immediately, to to meet, uh, uh, to meet Pyrus. Sorry, uh, to meet Pyrus and Pyrus uh, immediately Good is just know. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, fuck off. Um, and there's like a little scene with Pyrus where Pyrus observes uh, a couple of soldiers. We, we, uh, you mentioned, Cal, you mentioned this earlier. A uh, couple of soldiers like fighting over food, and Pyrus is like, you call yourselves warriors and you would fight over food while there's a starving child right in front of you. And they're like, sorry, sir, you're right. And they walk away. <laughs> and he's like, oh, apology accepted. Um, starvation can drive a man to do crazy things. 
But yeah, yeah um, Pyrus and Femur kind of like make up, and he's like, "Hey, kid, I'm I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm really sorry." And I'm I, that's the first time I've ever actually said that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Femur gets the idea that like the way to to win when he sees like people starving, he gets the idea that the way to win the alliance over is to give them food. Uh -huh. Which I mean, yeah, the logic is sound. <laughs> Why is he so dumb? And but he decides to like him. fucking he decides to operation dumbo drop the food into uh yeah. <laughs> into the uh, onto planet ice. And to be fair, that's that's how you do deliver like like aid supplies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, like that's how the military it's does the old, it. The old world vision technique. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. their parachutes are like organic whirly copters. Yeah. Yeah. And I and guess Pel they freeze. And, and Pelvis points out, he's like, yeah, the, the these will freeze in the atmosphere, which suggests that Pelvis knew this. Like, he knew. All along. And he just let this whole plan play out. <laughs> what, a, what a shit lord. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all the food like uh, lands on the planet, and <laughs> there's like a comical destroys montage. A bunch of shit. Yeah, destroys. There's a comical montage of a bunch of shit getting destroyed, like a tank getting knocked out, like a bunch of like random like ice guards getting like knocked out and shit. Um, and Graveheart's and... covered in the goo too, and he's with Pyrus and Cryos and Jade, and he like licks it, and he's like, "Huh, looks like our food shortage problem is solved." Yeah, that must be some good goo. But then right? they decide to uh, they decide to have a food fight, which I'm like, it was... is this really the thing you want to do when you're like facing like when people are starving? Yeah, I know all this goo gets dropped on you. It's supposed to be rationed, and Iris is like, ending, give... but I'm like, a whole planet was just destroyed, fellas. Yeah. Like, there's a whole population of immigrants displaced on a tiny moon when they had an entire planet. Yeah. Yeah. And they people can't eat anything. Yeah, people are starving. And we're throwing what we have at femur. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. It's. I understand it's like, you need to have moments where you can have fun, otherwise you just go insane, but... He got off easy. You got a ration, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it's trying to add levity... To the, uh, they want to. They trying to end on like a lighthearted note, but like, maybe don't go. Maybe don't go with a food fight <laughs> when we just established for the past like twenty minutes. Your children are starving. starving. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, that yeah. was uh, episode three. On to episode four, uh, Blaze of Glory. Blaze of Glory. So uh, Bon Jovi and Billy the Kid are hanging out on Planet Bone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man! No, there's there there is like a very like comical scene, uh, a scene that I found really funny. So the episode opens with uh, uh, Graveheart, Graveheart, and Jade, and Graveheart is basically this is basically like him walking in and being like, "Hey, Jade, want to fuck?" Yeah. 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 This is a he's like very like very unabashedly play. so. Like he's like, yeah, 
basically like, like hey, yeah i'm horny let's fucking it's quiet it. there's some peaceful times i wonder if we could get up to something and he leans in for a kiss yeah yep and i'm like oh shit graveheart fucks and she what? like you see the look on her face like she she's dtf yeah she, she's she's down to fuck but um uh <laughs> in the alarm for a while yeah of course alarm goes off it's so what's happening here moment Uh, the alarm goes off. Uh, apparently, Just there's signal. some some uh, distress signal. There's some shit yeah. going down at uh, one of the moons, the moon that the the people of Planet Fire are now living on. Hmm. Oh dear. Yes. Yeah. And do they evac? Yeah, they evacuate. They evacuate. They evacuate that moon. Um, we cut to uh, Graveheart and Jade on. Uh, Planet Rock going to meet with Lord Mantle and we get a little bit of a tease here uh, as to like how Jade acquired all of the battle moons from Lord Mantle they don't really explain why but like yeah what what was the reasoning there well we don't know yet no And Lord Mantle's like, if I don't get answers soon, someone is going to pay. And all the main cast looks over at, um, like, the advisor, uh, Pelvis. Yeah. And he's, like, looking at his nails, and he looks up, and he does, like, a double take. (laughs) (laughs) Because as we know, um, Beamer is absent and on that moon. So, a little suspect. So on the like the the bridge of the battle moon bridge, yeah, sure, the control center. Um, all of the, the commanding room, yeah. officers are like cheering and laughing and like living it up. And Pyrus yeah. is like, "What are you guys doing?" And we find out that the leader of this uh, this gang of uh, miscreants here is his most trusted advisor that we have never met before, Captain Blaze. <laughs> Yeah. Captain and so it turns Blaze. out that Captain Blade, like everything was faked, like the whole distress signal uh, was bogus. There's no problem on the battle moon. But Captain Blaze and his uh, group of insurgents have decided that they want to take, they want to steal the battle moon and take revenge against the beast planet for the destruction of planet fire. Which already, it's like, this is a fucking stupid plan. Like, we've seen this thing like effortlessly destroy battle Battle moons. Not only that, it can effortlessly destroy all, like, what was it? Four of the battle moons tried to attack the beast planet, and it did nothing. Uh, Yeah. So what is one... So, so like, what's your plan here, bud? (laughs) die with glory i is basically their plan i mean the name of the episode is blaze of glory so i guess (laughs) but i'm like that's one it's insubordination two like you're you're wasting an extremely valuable resource oh it's not even insubordination it's treason it is sorry treason yeah um like i yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> and indeed he he try pyrus tries to order them to stand down and they like knock him out 
Yeah, so they just assaulted like, their ruler. Yeah. They, like, put him in an escape pod and, like, ship him back, because they don't want him to die. Yeah. But they keep Femur there, because uh, Blaze says he has special plans for him. Uh-huh. What's going on in the rest of this episode. Um, Lord Mantle's like, <laughs> hey, hey, Jade, all of you guys, lead Rock's forces and retake that battle moon, goddammit. I've been way too generous with this, these moons. That's yeah. it. Take take backsies. Bring them all back. Fuck all y'all. I only got three left. You don't get any now. Yep. Uh, the beast drones show up, and uh, Pyrus says some inspirational shit to Captain Blaze about how you're my most trusted advisor. Don't do this. Don't uh, disparage the memory of Planet Fire. Honor it by standing with me. And he's like, okay, my, okay, my prince. And so he decides to take the battle moon and instead fight the beast drones and save yep. the Alliance ships. So for some reason, um, it's actually kind of a nothing episode. Yeah. So out of, out of the three, it's the one where like, it it's the it's least not interesting. Like it's terrible, but compared to the other three, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so instead of, you know, just letting the moon come to the beast planet and die, um, who's that stupid barbarian general? Which? Uh, Arnold? Oh, the uh, barbarian general. Orc laser. Block, yeah. Orc laser, right. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, ah, it's time to redeem myself. And he leads a bunch of beast drone like fighters to go like engage with the moon. And I'm like, but the moon's stronger than beast drone fighters. What? But also the beast planet can just destroy one battle moons. Yeah. Yeah. What? It kind of undercuts are... the conflict here. Y- yeah. And it kind of wants to be remind the viewers, like, remember Block? He's here too. And he still has his accent. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. Again, I think the beast drone planet is like the the parent, the matriarch of these like stupid like little general things, and it's it's just like letting kids play. Yeah. Like, okay, take yeah. a few hundred like beast drone things and do whatever. Be back before next year. <laughs> you get three hundred. Aerial beast drones for your allowance this month. Cheers. No more. If you ruin them all, you have to wait. Yeah. So the the stu- Blaze is that his name? Yeah. Let's yeah, see. Captain, Captain Blaze. Captain Blaze tells Femur that Captain he's going Blaise, to redeem. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Blaze four twenty. bro. <laughs> Captain Blaze four twenty. Um, <laughs> that that has right to there. be someone's fucking gamer tag. Right oh there. God, yeah. Captain Blaze 420 yeah. XO, yeah. Bro. He basically Learn tells him for Little X, Big X, <laughs> underscore, <laughs> Captain Blaze 420, underscore, underscore Big X, X, Big X, Little yeah. X. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, and so the, basically, Captain and Blaze. The A in Blaze was the number four. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Captain Blaze tells Emperor Femur that he. He's going to redeem his lifetime of cowardice by 
assisting them in their like glorious suicide mission. And he's like, no, no, I'm I'm fine living a coward's life. I've, <laughs> I've made it an art form. I've kind of perfected being a coward. I, I wouldn't want to ruin that now. <laughs> Even though they're insurgents and they're not listening to their prince, I'm like, I'd bring I'd bring femur with me too. Like it's kind of a win-win. <laughs> yeah. Well, Pyrus would be sad, I guess. But it, every like uh he'd get he's young, he'd get over it. But Pelvis, yeah. Pelvis actually seems to want to cooperate with the alliance. He actually seems more he, he seems more intelligent than Femur. So Yeah. I'm in the camp, maybe we do kill Femur and bring Pelvis as the ruler of Planet Bone. Oh, I'm also, with you the people, there. The, <laughs> the people kind of want to follow Pelvis too. They kind of all hate Femur. Yeah. So it's like, well, why not? <laughs> why not launch them <laughs> into the be- into the beast planet? So what happens? The the day is saved, and uh, uh, honestly, we can go the 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 beast planet like and drones. Um. Pelvis says, well, I guess I'm the acting emperor now, since Femur's not here. <laughs> He's like, how about we just destroy all the moons so the enemies can't use them? And everyone's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> no, Cryos very nicely is like, I understand your reasoning, Emperor Pelvis, but what would be the point of doing such a thing exactly? Like, he hears him out, and Pelvis is like, oh, what does he say? What would be the benefit to doing such a thing? And he's like, uh, "Oh, I, hmm, I. That's a good point." Ne- <laughs> <never mind. laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. He pelvis just wanted to weaken Planet Rock, like, and it's like, bro, you can't. Well, though no, he he wanted the Battle Moon that uh, Femur is on destroyed, so Femur would be dead. Right, right, right. And he's like, "While we're at it, we might as well get rid of all of them. That way, they don't fall into enemy hands." And it's like, "Why would we destroy them? Why would we just? I understand what you're saying, but why would we destroy the battle moons when we can use them to fight the enemy?" And he's like, "Huh? Yeah. I guess you're right." <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, so the episode ends with uh, uh, Jade uh, uh, on a Skype call with Lord Mantle, and they're they're talking about some secret shit. And do they get Harper. the moon back? Yeah, they do, let's right? Say, let's say they do. Yes, I don't remember. Fiddler? They get the moon back because the fu- Captain Blaze goes. Wait a second. If us living and keeping this moon might keep the prince and my people alive longer, maybe this was a dumb move. And they end up defeating Block and the drones, and they end up turning around because Pyrus, in his personal fighter ship, went after them. And he's like, "Holy shit!" Right, Our prince right. is like fearless. That this was fucking stupid, and they they turn around. Yeah, because right. he doesn't want to endanger the prince. They got the moon back. It's bad plot. <laughs> this yeah. episode kind of yeah. This episode isn't that oh, great. The episode starts exact ends exactly as it started. Yeah, we're at the graveyard. Oh, it reveals that Jade is 
in cahoots with Lord Mantle. Like, like I said, uh, Jade is on a Skype call with Lord Mantle, and they're they're talking some like secret secret bullshit. And oh, Greyheart walks in. To, like Kryos gets to talk shit to Lord Mantle. Yeah, that's right. I didn't realize how much taller Kryos is than Lord Mantle, and he has yeah, a ponytail. Um... There, there's a there's a moment when he does he's bald with a ponytail. Yeah. There's a moment where um, Graveheart wants to take control of one of the moons, and Lord Mantle's like, "Don't you fucking dare, bitch! What are you gonna do? I'm your king." And Graveheart like gets angry and it looks like he's gonna punch him, and then he just does nothing. And Cryos is like, "Graveheart might not be able to kick the shit out of a king, but I can." And he like looms over Lord Mantle. <laughs> And then Lord Mantle just like loses the staring competition and walks away. Right. I, I, I fucking I I dug that part. I'm like, yeah, 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 fuck you, dude. Well, he hasn't cooperated once since like episode one. That's Cryos so, yeah. is a good way of being elegant while also telling other people to go fuck themselves. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a well written character. Yeah, I like that. And yeah, that's it. It ends with the Skype call, like Christopher Siege said. It ends with blue balls. and uh, Oh, and blue balls. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Graveheart's like, hmm, I wonder what that was all about. Because he tries yeah. to score with her he's again. Like, well, like, yeah, where, yeah. Like, where, like where I was trying we? to say, like, uh, uh, we, we find out through the Skype call that uh, her, the Jade and Lord Mantle are in cahoots. And yeah. Graveheart walks in and she quickly ends the call and he's like he's like oh what was that what was that call about and she's like huh what no what call what are you you talking about I'm not doing anything suspicious yeah and then he and then he like tries to get some again and she's just like no and gets up and leaves too busy to think about that kind of thing now and he's like turn down my magnificent dick (laughs) <laughs> something I, I am yeah. rock hard yeah <laughs> uh, I have the I had the stones all I to had. come in here and yeah. give you a kiss I was right? actually better I had the stones to come in here yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's that folks yes that's this volume of uh War Planets, a Shadow Raiders podcast. Volume yeah. volume four. Volume four. We did the, it. Okay, so the Shadow Raiders podcast. Sorry. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. You are correct. Yeah, the yeah. Shadow Raiders podcast. The Shadow Raiders podcast. War Planets. So here on well, all, would you Christopher, I don't know. Do do all of Lasercomb have a rating system? Lasercomb Productions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we've we we we've rated uh we've rated the episodes of the past three three uh three editions of I'm, I'm this trying podcast. To be coy. Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um we we like to mix it up here and yeah. uh we are more direct here and we just uh we just give things uh, a war planet rating out of five because there are five war planets. Yep. Uh, um Sniddler. Yeah. How many war planets do you give volume four? I give volume four uh, a four out of five war planets. 
I think it was a very strong beginning. Um, but I'm 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 with you and Christopher on the on the thing that like not a lot happened in the last episode, and so it, not really. No, I still I still love it, but it's still just it's the end of volume four. Four war planets out of five. Four war planets out of five. Uh, I Neo Cal will give it. I I thought the first three were so strong. I'm actually going to give. It even be high. I'm gonna give it four and a half war planets out of five. Ooh. I typically really the person it. who asks the the rating goes last. Not not today. Not today, <laughs> Mister. Uh, All right. Christopher Siege. What are, what are you giving it? Uh, I am giving these episodes a four point five four point five war planets out of five. I think the first three episodes are the best episodes of this series thus far, yeah. but the fourth episode was pretty boring. We're all surprised at that answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, come and follow us on the social medias. Um, if you want to find us on Facebook, Laser Comb Productions. Easy to find. That's L A Z O R. That's L A Z O R C O M B. You can follow Christopher Siege at Laser Comb on Twitter, L A Z O R C O M B. You can follow Snidler at A P S N I double D L E R. Yes. And you can follow me, NeoCal, at Neo underscore K-A-L at Twitter. I think... We also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash, slash yeah. Lasercomb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Starting at $5, you get literal hours every week of bonus preamble audio where we talk about life, the universe, and everything. It's also a good spoiler uh, to hear about what our future podcast plans are because we usually plan these shows out during the preamble recordings. So if you want a little bit of a taste of what's to come, that's how you do it. You can creep us in the Discord with the $5 yeah. Patreon, right? There's also a $10 tier, which gets you that and our weekly stupid news program, Laser Comb Tonight. And also <laughs> our mine and Cal's monthly too much energon spinoff, too much Galavar, where we talk about the uh, twenty twenty one IDW Beast Wars comic book. And there's also a twenty five dollar tier that gets you a whole whack of other cool shit. So uh, check that a bunch out. Bunch of cool stuff: t shirts, the ability to bug us with things. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, commentary tracks for certain movies. Yep. And there's a, an announcement. There, there's going to be a new thing added to the $25 tier in the coming weeks, so uh, stay tuned for that. I'm excited uh, for that. It's something that I think uh, the listeners are going to enjoy. So, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash lasercomb, spelled the same way that I just spelled it out. Uh, that's kind of the central hub for all of these shows that uh, I produce and we record on. So I uh, want to get uh, updates about happenings on in the uh, the realm of all of the various laser comb podcasts. That's uh, that's the place to go and uh, go and check out like that page. 
Like it. Like, share like it. that page. Like it hard. Do it. Yeah. You can even like hover over it and like heart it. We we want your <laughs> hearts on. We want the, the biggest heart on. We want on. everyone out there to have a heart on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, go check out the Lasercomb YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, it The uh, link is in it's the description treat. of every episode. If you, so if, uh, if you think our voices are hot, you should check out see us. They don't. They don't, but if you want to see uh, what we look like, uh, go check out the YouTube channel. Uh, there's usually some... Uh, it's definitely worth watching. That's, yeah, that, that's yeah, all I'm going to yeah. say, especially this episode. Yeah. Yeah. There are hats. We helped Snidler figure out how to use NVIDIA Broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> you can very well see. What do you have to say about that, Graveheart? I'm just a miner. No. <laughs> <And on laughs> that's that... exactly what he would say. <laughs> and, and I'm just a oh, miner. He never said that at all, this volume. No, even once. I think he. I think he's over thank, it. Thank fucking Christ. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> well, like you were saying earlier, like uh, I, I, I agree with you. Like I feel like the, the writers took some criticisms of season one to heart, because yes. yeah, this is despite the the fourth episode being boring. As I said, like the first three episodes of this volume, best episodes of the series thus far. And I would like opinion. to say the the last the the fourth episode there. That's still one of the better episodes if you compare it to season one. Especially the middle of season one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things were pretty rough on volume two, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, go listen to it. It's, it's a fun episode of the podcast. It was a great episode. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. And in, inspired us one of our commentary tracks. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yep. Go to the Patreon <laughs> to find out what that was. Yeah. Well, uh, gentlemen, uh, it's getting late, so uh, I think it's about time we get out of here. Yeah. Time to blast off. It's time to uh, to fire the world engines. It's time Morphin to Captain time. Blaze 420. <laughs> 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 I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I'm another host, NeoCal. And I'm the other host, AP Snidler. And until next month... Um... Beast mode. I am transformed. <laughs>